Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live. Big thanks to everybody for tuning in. Thanks to Tech Electronics for helping us outfit our studio, keeping us moving along. If you need more information on them, techelectronics.com, located right here in St. Louis. Been a fun show so far. Did a little Cocktober uh, advancement, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're working through it today. We've got lots to get to. Travis, I know you're excited. There's a funeral prank we can talk about. How how we doing, man? How are you? It's a, is it a somber morning? What's going on over oh, here? Oh, it's a fine morning. It's Friday. It's I just actually a lovely day outside. Is it? Cool, am I jealous that you're wearing the Denman collection of shirt and I'm not? I didn't wear one of the 400 shirts I could have mm -hmm. matched you with. Well, mine just have like little small designer dots, not giant penguins or eagles. Okay, asshole. But, but uh, don't attack. Yeah. Did you? Hold on, I'm gonna show a close up here. Okay. But did you just use the phrase designer dots? Designer mm -hmm. dots. He did. He did. Designer okay, dots. Okay, Kanye. All right, dude. Designer dots. Designer dots. Huh. Okay. Let's make sure I heard that right. Yeah. I know fashion. I was in New York for three months. Mm. Well, good Whatever. for you. But I, by the way, I love. I can genuinely give advice to friends who are now moving to New York now. Uh, I won't put too much of this person's business out there because they haven't. I don't know if they've made it mm -hmm. official. They have not. But I know we have a friend that's moving to New York soon, and uh, I literally hit him with the line, "Hey, need uh, some ideas on places to live in New York? Yeah, let me know." Yeah, well, I heard you. That's because you're an egomaniac, as am I. If if someone says they're going somewhere, I went to vacation eight years ago. I'm like, here's what you got to do. No, but Gardner no, heard me talk about it yesterday. I was I was privy was to this conversation. Okay. The line that got me, and I almost said something at this yeah, point. Yeah, he, he was eye rolling. I can tell him from the corner of my. Was when Travis goes, "Oh, you're gonna love it." Oh, like like you know. Right. Oh, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love right. it. You would love it as if he's. You would absolutely fall in love with that as city. I've been there. Forty-eight hours, and I'm talking about if you were like, "All right, I'm gonna live here even for a month." Yeah, you would absolutely just. Yeah, I would enjoy it. You would go Google Gaga because has everything that Gartner loves now, but times ten there. Man, learning that subway would be something. Subway, you have so much fun. But that I, is you, I man. Would, I would like a challenge like I'm that. I'm still though. trying to figure out the cold cut trio. <laughs> yeah. But there's so much there that you specifically would enjoy, like the parks. You're a park man. You're yeah. a man who prides yourself on the park benches. Yeah. They're park benches galore. I would love it. No, I would. It'd be fine. Damn, man. You like weird, crazy, out-of-the-box festivals? Yeah. They have them every weekend. Yeah. And it would be your kind of town. On that. And Chris, tall women as the, as, the, as the sky can see. Models, literally models walking down the street. Six foot three, six foot four. Right up that. your alley. Pushing it on that. Mm. There's a... There's a hard cutoff at 6'2". 6'2"? I could go 6'3". As long as barefoot, <laughs> I'm still taller. Could you date a girl taller than you? Depends on how attractive they are. I am quite vain if they're very attractive. Yeah. So who's that UFC fighter that he's absolutely in love Megan with Anderson? right now? Megan uh, Anderson? Bite your tongue. It's Megan Anderson. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> you can put me yes. in a coquina chuck hold anytime you want. Woo. Let me tell you something. I am so thankful for social media and um, it being bossy positive and empowering to post photos of yourself like in you, lingerie. You became that I'm guy. Like, I'm like, yes, more, more. Yes, Megan, you should empower more women. 
I just love to. I would. It's I want so to go. Funny. I want to go to it's her Instagram so page just to find Chris's comments. Like you go, girl. No, oh, I see no. him on like, Twitter. Can, no, you, I, I've, I've, I, uh, I. He's backed I, off I, lately. I stopped. No, there's there was. During her fight in Australia, her home country. Yeah. Uh, Damn, I know where she's from. Congratulations. Hold on. She you know lives in Kansas city? city. Hmm? Do you know what city in Australia? Melbourne? I don't know. I really don't know. Is he working on that? Uh, he is. Oh, yeah. Crikey's! So, so I can show up and, and do it. Like it, would be like it would be like a show of respect if you were dating someone yeah. from another uh, that had a different language and you met their parents and you yeah. greeted them in their native tongue. Is that what you think I'm doing? You, you did that. You do that. that initially by accident, and then you're stuck in it because oh, that's right. how you've introduced And that's yourself? why she likes me. It's a, it reminds <laughs> her of home. Okay. She's so stupid. Right. She wouldn't be able to pick up on a horrible accent by a fat guy from St. Louis. Look, we're about shooting your shot here on We Are Live, and so Chris, I will play the role of Megan, and you Megan. now take the time to shoot your shot. If you saw her out in the wild, out in public, how would you go about in trying to get her number? I'm sorry. I'll be Megan and you no, be Chris. Here we go. I can't this do is good. This. Yeah. <laughs> you're 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 ruining the whole thing. I can't watch. Oh, this is bad. This oh. is gonna be real bad. What you got there? Uh... Hello, mate. Oh no. How are you, mate? Oh no. How are you? Oh no. Is that a? Hey, how's it going? I think we, I think we know a couple of the same people. It's nice to meet you. Oh really? Right. Do yeah. you also fight? Uh, absolutely not. Oh no. my goodness, you kind of got strong arms over there, though. <laughs> I don't. That's funny. I mean, you were just with Chris Hemsworth, so I'm a little surprised you would comment uh... on my physique. Chris is cool, but he doesn't have hair like you. <laughs> is that a Triumph motorcycle? I ride those. Oh, you know, you know what I really like? I love guys who live in park cities and they have beautiful dogs and they have podcasts. She does like she has Rottweilers. Oh my god! Do you have dogs? Weird that I know. The hot guy's got a hammer. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. Are you Chris Timmon from We Are Live? That's uh, it, I am. Yes, oh, my good you. friend Woodley. Yeah. He's I seen him on that show. Who? Uh, yeah, and then Ben Askren. I'm okay. good friends with them. I mate. don't think you are. Hmm. Uh, well, okay. Okay. Well, I've been sitting good. here for nice a while. Do you not cool want cool tats? Okay. All right. Yeah. Bye. I said tats. Oh, Chris. Uh, you missed your chance. Oh, oh, oh man. you missed How'd your that chance. She's wearing designer dots. Yeah, she had yeah. designer dot shirt on the whole night. You missed. It's very empowering that shirt of yours. All right, now you be Rihanna. No. Okay. Uh, no, hello. Hello. Hide your ass. Uh, Hide your ass. Hello. The restraining order has been violated. Hey, Rihanna. Okay. Hey, how you doing, All girl? Right. How you doing? Girl? All right. Hey, hey, girl. Hey, how's it going? That would be. I would be like, you know, uh, this isn't the first time somebody just tried to put it in my face. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, The security would have came and got me. Yeah. Oh He's played it out in his head a few times. Kinda, <laughs> at least uh, you're honest with yourself. I got the timing down. Though. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of planned to at least have enough time to get in her face yeah. before the right. feds show up. See, yeah, now mm. the plan would be to just Oof. casually uh, talk to Megan and, and have a nice conversation. Which someday may have to happen. So okay, we'll see. I can make it happen, yeah. man. Look, I'm an international screenwriter. I'm all over the place, baby. I can make it happen for you. Just let me know. You, would you start with part. UFC conversation? Uh, no. Okay. No. Hey, how's Kansas City? I don't drink or go out. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have nothing uh, else to talk about. Right. You like dogs, huh? Uh -huh. Nah, dogs. Rottweilers. Dogs, I would. Probably. I'd make sure to have photos of me with my Rottweilers growing up. Aww. I'd be like, you know what, your dog. You know what your dog reminds you of? Oh. What? See this picture of yeah. me and 12 Rottweiler puppies adorably sitting on a dirt hill? Yeah. Chris that's saddles me with the up cut. next to her at the bar. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really 
acknowledge her right away or who she is or anything like that. Pulls out the phone and just First of all, starts, she wouldn't be at a bar, I'm sure. Starts looking at pictures of his dog. There it is. And then on it's my like broken phone. You do some <laughs> look at this. Then my phone is then broken. Yeah. Like my heart. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Really. And then it starts. You're probably scared of these big old brown and black dogs, <laughs> aren't you? Hey. And then no. the conversation begins. Yeah. Where and it goes from there, who knows? We're married. Probably to Australia. I'll tell you what, her and... Australia is where we Oh! Live. I'll tell you what, if her and Chris have kids, whew, well, she, they would, she would be very disappointed because she could be with like a super athlete, uh-huh. and then her genes would go to good use rather than just bringing up my genes. Yeah. <laughs> You're still mm-hmm. going to only hit that 75% yeah, mark. So think about that. Shout out to Megan Anderson. Love you, babe. What the hell? <laughs> huh? Excuse me? What's happening here? <laughs> That's what I said, Megan. It's Megan. It's a Megan. We got um, him. We got oh, him. She's so pretty. <laughs> uh, Chris brought it up. Uh, there is a, a video that uh, I want to share with the audience. Some of you may have already come across it. It's been a very uh, viral news story recently. A guy played a prank on the funeral goers of his own funeral. Um and I immediately thought of Gardner because Gardner obviously is the most morbid human being we've ever encountered sure, in our sure. entire lives. Hmm. And so I thought this is the kind of humor he would love. But the I thought Irish are funny. The Irish are very funny. But this is also to the point we've had this conversation before. I I don't I get people wanting to be somber. You lost a loved one. That is to be expected. But I also want people to remember me uh, in regards to the life I led. And I led a life where I enjoyed to laugh. Mm. So I want people to have a good laugh around the time should I pass away. And this guy kind of went about it in the best way, I think. Probably is becoming of his own personality because of the response Mm -hmm. from everybody who attended his funeral. Just take a look at this and and tell me you uh, didn't enjoy it. This is in Ireland, by the way. Okay. Hello? Hello? Let me out! Where the fuck am I? Hello? Hello? Let me out the fucking bag in here! Who the fuck am I? Is that that priest I can hear? The fuck? Let me out! Hello? Hello? Who's that? Who's that? Hello? Isn't I'm in the box. No, I'm fucking front of you. I'm dead. You're gonna hear that. Hello again. Hello. I just called to say goodbye. I'm gonna die. I pray to say. What a moment. Guy sounds hammered. Well. I no, I think that's great. You probably had a really good personality. It looked like it brought joy to everyone. Although I was looking for someone to be distraught and dear God and like like a, an older relative maybe like losing it a little bit, but that was pleasant. Someone who got scared but wasn't aware of what was going on. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that but would have no, been that, ideal. That's fun. Yeah. That's good. That's and so. it's at the end too where it's like the closure part anyway, where yeah. you kinda do the uh well, I guess we all 
great to see you. Yeah, yeah you do that part. But Are we getting food after? Yeah. It's almost right. more emotional than something being incredibly somber. Like again, that's that's what you remember when you miss someone. You, you don't got to live it. on. You got you you remember you kind those of laugh qualities, cry. right? You laugh yeah, cry. you laugh cry. It's a great laugh cry moment because that's what we remember when we lose someone. We remember the, those good moments. We remember those moments when those people made us laugh. I just thought that was really a really cool way to say goodbye to your loved ones, uh, and what a funny way to go about it too, as How well. Am I gonna say goodbye? <laughs> Better work on that. Yeah, let's think of ways that you can torture. Well, people I do after have. I feel like you're on a train. You you will find a way to have trained a bear to actually give your eulogy. I think I can see a bear just going, hey guys, what's good? Um, I'm, I'm Tyrone the bear. Uh, good friends with my, Otis the lion. I don't know if y'all knew who Otis was. Oh, good yeah. friend your of voice ours is, as well. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, man, Gardner and I used to have this thing back and forth, but deep down inside we were actually good friends. Uh, Quite charming. He I told think. me I get the body when he's done. Yeah. Guys so and uh, by the way, it I'm wasn't here. bad. I'm here to pay off for this payoff. <laughs> so you don't need to put him down there. Paul Bear is your good. I'll take it from here. He's I'll the one who out. is encouraging you to smoke cuz it, it it's a little it's a bear slow smoking yes. a human body I, mm, I right. like my little mm, toasty and he, on the and he happens to like a little mint in a smoke I'm a delicacy hmm. yes you're you're aged 40 years yeah <laughs> I'm a delicacy aged 40 years to bears uh -huh. mm. that could oh, be this something is, this I could still good. taste the whiskey in that liver yeah yeah just enough mm, he asked you to, he asked you to pull back would on you, the drink. would you knock it off you're a little too marinated at this point <laughs> right <laughs> Let's try and take some of that away. We need just a hint. Uh, yeah. We need a hint. Some of it will cook off, mm. but uh, <laughs> you'll be okay. I, I think, yeah, I think I will roll up uh, uh, to the church in a scooter in your honor. I'll and, wear uh, one of those hats that makes it look like I have long hair in the back. Mm. Oh, that's pretty good. In your honor. That's pretty <laughs> Remember good. Remember those were like everywhere? What if, I do a, if I do a casket, can we do a scooter? Scooter ushers? Is that possible? Can, it would I take some talent for people to get that done. That's a lot of work. Certainly. There would have to be something scooter related probably now too. Maybe my once, who knows when this happens, but at that point maybe, you know, there's a kind of a tribute ride for the River to Pair Scooter Club. Sure. They show up in their jackets, their leather jackets and everything and kind of do their own thing as a tribute to me. And you know what my tribute will be to you? Hmm. I'm going to take that casket. I'm going to ride around North City. Yeah. I have some OJ's playing in the background. I'm going to go ahead and take King's Highway. Yeah. And ride over to the Forest Park Pavilion. And you're going to have a cookout. Oh, in summer? In the summer at the Forest Park Pavilion. Will there be t-shirts? Will yeah. everyone have a t-shirt? We're going to have airbrush, my friend. Airbrush. You know what? If, we, if you do that for me, no white people allowed. Nice. Except for me. Except for my body. I want it. I want it to be in. I want to be in the community. Okay. Just once. Okay. Like be allowed. Hey, he's not going to say anything at this point. Right, so right. we're pretty good on that. He's guys. cool. He, good you can see. You can say about me that. Hey, he's cool. He's cool. So we can let him in. That would be awesome. Oh, no problem. That's what we're here for. Man. Wow. You know what? And maybe if someone could get me down to Fairground Park too, where the bear pits were. Oh. Just to, if I haven't seen him by then, I'd like to. Maybe I could spread my ashes there or something like that. Nice. In a weird weird spot maybe i was thinking forest park to begin with but maybe i belong in the bear pits the mm. old bear pits at fairground park i i and for you chris i have decided that i'm going to take your ashes and blow it up like lebron like throw them up in the air but i'll do it at the pink slip 
there would be so many ashes from my fat ass. So the guy brought two urns? Damn! Well, that's what it took. What's that building now? Ah, let's go we guess. Liquor store, post office? Possibly. I had only been there one time. So it was an interesting night. Never made it to the pink slip. Yeah. Roxy's was was an experience. Pink slip was just so wrong. Yeah. So wrong. So, so wrong. I had a stripper flip her tongue at me the first time I was, or the only time I was there. Man, I got so many great Vine photos and videos <laughs> inside the pink slip. I don't know if that's always the best way to do it. I saw a guy but with it's a, the pink slip. They didn't care. That's the thing. Yeah. I saw a guy with a rubber glove on there. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> it was a cesspool. Oh, no. But oh, no. it was ours. Yeah. It was there. It was there. Oh, my gosh. I do remember. <laughs> I remember. See, that was my first time we went. I think we went when the Final Four. I just turned 21. The Final Four was in St. Louis. So 2005. Yes. And I just turned 21. And for the birthday, we were being we were going to be partook in the Final Four festivities of a surrounding the city. Uh-huh. And then later that night on my birthday, uh, we went across the river. And that was my first time going to a strip club. And that was my first time realizing... Because we brought some female friends as well. That's when I re- also realized smart to always bring women to the strip club with you. Yeah. Just always remember that. And uh, I, my first dancer ever, uh, I gave her um, a 20 because I didn't know any because I was getting a lap dance. She was like, uh-uh, honey, I can't take that 20. I was like, this was my first time. I'm like, oh, what, 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 do I need to break it down? She was like, oh, no, you need to roll it up and deposit it. I was like, mm. well, I don't. Oh, and that's how I had my first lap dance at the Pink Slip. Mm-hmm. I deposited twenty dollars mm-hmm. into Fallopian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it deposited, uh-huh. but apparently it rejected my bill oh. because it shot it back right out at oh, me. right oh. back at you. I did. No. That is something. I was like, this is not the ATMs I'm used to. No, I remember there was a girl there. I did not Who want that do 20 the... back. Then it I get. I kind of want to be like, you know, a restaurant put up their first dollar bill in the frame. I kind of wanted to frame that, but yeah. it was bad form to take the money to back take from the, the strip. It's like Probably my, some trouble then. When we met Ludacris in the Atlanta airport, and my friend only had a $20 bill, and uh, Ludacris was like, damn, that's all you got, huh? And we're like, yeah, whatever. He had him sign it. It meant a lot at that time. Until three weeks later, he spent it at Jack in the Box, <laughs> which actually happened. And tacos. Which actually happened. And tacos will get you. <laughs> that, is a, that is a move that I can absolutely relate to. It absolutely happened. Right. You're like, which means what? Jumbo Jack. Jumbo Jack Ludacris. Jumbo Jack Ludacris. Tacos and an ultimate cheeseburger. And that was the time, too, where you're so dumb, you're like right out of high school. And at that time, the celebrity selfie wasn't as prevalent. Autographs were still like what you would ask someone for. And yeah, so that's. It shows you how hungry he was. Well. Hey. Now, Jumbo yeah. Jack probably lasts longer than his fandom for Ludacris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, three uh, dudes from Farmington, Missouri, running into Ludacris at, in line at Church's Chicken in the Atlanta airport on the way back from uh, our Mexico trip. And we'd been singing area codes the entire time. We're like, mm. yeah. My God, Ludacris! Isn't that, isn't that wild? I, th- yeah. Isn't that fun? Like, isn't that, that would be like... Someone coming here, bumping into Nelly, 
at, at a toasted ravioli stand <laughs> and they have getting those? to meet him, right? I'm sure you could buy toasted ravioli in the airport. Maybe let's like turn him. the trolley into a toasted ravioli trolley. Boy, that's, uh, that's gotten funny. So we do have, by Jack has made the uh, shirts with the quote from Dr. Sam Page. Yeah. Since then, I believe Yale Hollander and Dr. Page have had lunch together, and Page tweeted that he'd like a large shirt. So I'm into it. I like where this is going, but there is more. They've already reduced hours. <laughs> Did you see this? They reduced oh, service yeah. hours. Noon to six. And uh, there's just yeah more stuff going on we'll with that. Let's see what happens. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, you mentioned T-shirts. Uh, Beavis has got a new line out. He does. They're cacawesome. And it's the collection. Yes, it is. So for you Battlehawks fans, mm-hmm. there's These a little picture of what you're looking at. I am. Uh, I think I'm getting a call and order one. You clear came to up engage. with the call and order one. Shout, yeah, shout it was out fun. To, uh, Chris Gardner for coming up with call and order clear to engage. Um, getting a blue one, second one there, the cacao, the straight cacao one. That's what uh, Randy Carricker, friend of the show, host over at 101 ESPN, he would like that one. So we're gonna get him a large for that, and uh, hats, koozies. Look at all that there. Get ready for the season. Folks, I'm definitely getting in with Garden. I'm getting a con order, and I'm getting the cause the law blue shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm definitely getting me uh, cause the law hat. Hat, definitely. I am uh, so proud of Gardner and Beebs for putting this all together because uh, these are these are very very hilarious and a lot of fun. And we were even joking to the point that uh, a lot of these things are already selling like hotcakes. But uh, the fact that I think it's going to be more successful merch than the official licensing of the XFL's Battle Hawks, which is, I think, is the goal. The goal is to at least match them. If we can, which obviously, I think they're going to sell a ton of licensed uh, Battle Hawks gear. But probably some jerseys for Brogan Roback. Brogan Roback! (laughs) That's a name if I ever heard one. Shout out to the Battle Hawks. What's up, Brogan? Uh... They got Jordan Tiamu yeah. as their designated quarterback. They also went out and got a couple of Missouri boys, Marcus Lucas and Ladanian Washington. Who? So, uh, Ladanian Washington. Who? Ladanian. Is it Ladamian? So disrespectful to ah, I was just trying to keep the theme of Cocktoberfest. <laughs> a broadcaster incorrectly saying a black athlete's name wrong, you know, just... Thank you. Another miracle. Ah. Yeah, it's almost time to cacao. February will be here before you know it or whatever. So so you went ahead and put out a melee. I did put out the melee. I see this because. What's the melee again? Who was more dominant in the 1980s? Magic Johnson, Kenny Loggins on at We Are Live Radio on Twitter. Uh, The great Ron Finger responding. Kenny Loggins merely adopted the danger zone. Magic was born in the danger zone. (laughs) (laughs) Molded by it, and he cured cured AIDS by having it. Ron Finger, Ron Finger, Ron Finger. By the way, way, the Democratic Party's really failing on their work. How do you not present Magic Johnson? Like, how do you not promote him as the poster Magic boy when it comes to poster boy for like healthcare in this country? Uh, he is not. If a... you have the type of access to healthcare, you too can survive AIDS. That's where we are in the country. You too 
can outlast you two most could people. be six foot nine and one of the greatest people on the planet to ever do something that uh-huh. happens to make you millions of dollars. You too. And keep you alive <laughs> for a very, very long it's cable. The science is there clearly. So the science is there. It's just do you have the money to to get that science? That's so fucked up, man. That is so <laughs> I know fucked it up, is. right? That is so Of course it is. How is that not your case? Like, hey, look, seriously, we could survive AIDS, HIV, if you just simply allowed us allowed to. us to. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really that simple. It's really that simple. Hey, how do we how do we really get people, you know, from dying well, from AIDS? You know, just giving them the medicine so they don't die. Yeah. And not allowing you to go bankrupt in doing so. Just we a thought. Should, we should come up with a movie and tab Matt Damon to star in it. Mm. And it can cover all this mm. in the future. Mm. And uh. space. And space? Yeah. Sold. We'll I'm there. It, and we'll call it Elysium. Elysium. And it was made five years ago. Is that the one with Murph or no? No, no. that is. Okay. Uh, That's Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Thank you. Please be respectful during Cocktober. No, I was just trying sci-fi, to... Sci-fi, cl- futuristic film. That's why I asked a question. Involving dreamy lead men. And what does he say? Who? Whoever Murph is. Or his daughter. He's, Mo, m- he's lamenting that she's... she dead? No. Oh. Spoiler alert. He's traveling through different wormholes and times. He's staying the same age, and he gets video transmissions back as they get older. That's it. And his stellar is a good film. Interstellar, like I, the la- I, what I so love about good. Nolan's work is that he he capitalizes on the third act. The third act is when your movie is made, boys and girls. The third act is when you decide is this going to be a good film or a great you know film. This payoff, as an international the pay- screen yeah. as an international the screen. The payoff in Interstellar is the payoff is so beautiful. Good. It's beautiful. Basically, yeah, he's I'll getting video it. transmissions as it. So if they go, so say you're screwing something up and you uh, and you mess up on whatever planet they've jumped to, right? Because they're looking for other Earths, right? Mm-hmm. If you mess up on this planet, that's akin to seven years back home. Like in your hour on that planet, you've now spent seven years of Earth time. So when you come back to the ship, you've maintained your normal age. But the people sending you the videos back, people are dying, all these things. So while you're out doing your mission, different times. So you have to weigh and figure out what's worth it's it. The beauty in the, it's the beauty in the film. Because you're thinking, oh, man, they were just on that planet for five minutes. Well, five minutes on that planet is not six years. Uh, Jamie Williams Saints 4 is about mm-hmm. to get blocked. Interstellar's twist makes no sense. <laughs> sir. You're on crack. Sir. You're on crack, sir. You are, you are on crack. Chris, throw some crack at him. Put some crack in a shoebox and mail it to him. It's mailed. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Make sure there's a return address on it just in case I, somebody asks questions. With his look, I could talk the authorities into thinking he was a <laughs> he school was shooter a... real quick. So send crack, then call the cops. Then call the cops. Okay. That'll get his ass. And he's all capsing. I did enjoy the first two thirds. Why am I yelling? <laughs> it's a habit. It is. For mm-hmm. host on this show. Especially Two thirds of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and the other just checks out. <laughs> just like, I'm just going to let the two little chihuahuas just go at it for the next 30 minutes. Yep, 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 yep. Get me some emails out while I can. Yep, yep. Do that. Well, boys and girls, uh, well, right, where's he going? If right? you don't mind, I'm going to take out my 22 <laughs> and uh, take a little target practice at Charlie Brown! <laughs> That's right. Today's target practice brought to you by Tech Electronics. What? No, don't associate. When them with there's this. tech to be needed, tech can be had 
at techelectronics.com. It's fall. Travis hates white people. He needs a release during October. Mm. So he's got some roast jokes. Charlie Brown. Uh, one of those things I never really, uh, I, I guess I probably Brown. got it when I was a kid. I love Charlie Brown. I was probably into Snoopy, but it never really did it for me. Mm. I love Charlie Brown. Did you? I did. Leave Charlie Brown up while we roast him for a little bit. Is that all right, Gardner? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think that's good. good. Maybe right. you can clip this. Yeah, you can indeed. All right. I just have a few roasting jokes on the Charlie Browns. I'm going to fire away. Is it me or does Charlie Brown look like Demon's dick after Oktoberfest? It's <laughs> hmm. a beloved children's <laughs> character. <laughs> you kinned it to my penis. Which does weigh about 70 pounds. So yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. I also can kick a football. I'm sure. If you need to. But I want to go to the doctor. Oh no. Hi. <laughs> My Carried dad told me about elephantitis when I was oh, younger. Oh, no. Uh, Stop it. Uh, uh. All right. Charlie Brown is insecure, constantly denied affection by women, and wears the same clothes every day. Oh, shit. Charlie Brown is a school shooter. Mm. Oh. Mm. Could have mm. also worked for Is Travis Trell. Mm. Uh, ow. 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 Ouch. Uh, Charlie Brown was so white, he sucked at football. Even as a place kicker. <laughs> That's funny. Hmm. Got to be European to be really good. Yeah. Uh, no wonder. Soccer style. <laughs> no wonder Charlie Brown had low self-esteem. His parents sounded like a Rosie O'Donnell queef. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> That's the whole reason you did this. You just wanted to say Rosie O'Donnell queef. Yeah, I've been holding that for like 2019. Like all year, I've been like, Ugh. I got Rosie O'Donnell queef written down. That needs to be a punchline to that. Mm-mm. Been holding a Rosie Mm-mm. O'Donnell queef Mm-mm. all year. Yeah, Mm-mm. I've been holding that all year. Mm-mm. And finally. What a lot of people don't know is that Charlie Brown would later grow up and become an OCD podcast producer for a mid-tier media startup who, after years of getting constantly drunk while sleeping under park benches, develops a bond with a man with a broken penis who was robbed by the plumber rapist. Uh-huh. That'd be me. That'd, oh, that would be gone. Yeah. What happened to Sean's thing? We don't know. It's kaput. Oh, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know years all the details. Years of alcohol abuse uh, and not taking care of himself? I, or, I, well, I didn't know if there was an incident. No, I don't. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I only have the surface details. This isn't a roast, but do you think Lucy is responsible for toxic masculinity? Because she would always set the football out for Charlie Brown and then take it away from him. Uh-huh. Maybe that's why rappers Slash, are always know. calling people bitches in their songs. Oh, well, Stop taking away my reason. damn football, Lucy, yeah. bitch. Whoa. I didn't mean that, Lucy. I apologize. Huh. Lucy, of course, would later grow up and become a UC, UFC fighter from Australia. Okay. Megan Anderson. Megan. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, I'm sorry. How come Charlie Call Brown me. didn't just, you know, miss the ball one time and kick her right in the face? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Again, leading to toxic masculinity. I mean, but you could have played that one off. Oh, sorry. I just slipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do a slip, kick in the face. Or do a drop kick. Just do a drop kick. You don't need to. You just do a drop kick like Doug Flutie did back in the late what 90s. About the just drop kick it, kick it through the field, go. You don't even need Lucy. What about the kicks that in high school they would have um, if you didn't? go with the soccer style guy you would have a you'd have your biggest lineman 
kick off. Like, mm-hmm. that's what they did in the NFL in the, like, well, 50s. Well, they do the, the straight-on kick? Yeah, the straight-on yeah. kick, and they would give them a special shoe. It would be like a little wooden block mm-hmm. in the top of it. You, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? They did that. They were still doing that when I was uh, in high school. The kicker was... Yeah, I saw that from time to time. The kicker was a guy who was a state champion heavyweight wrestler. Like, <laughs> he was the kicker. I will give Chris an opportunity here. This is, could be another Cocktoberfest miracle. I would want Gardner to duck 50 points for my Great American Race score if Chris can name the black character in Charlie Brown. Oh, no. I, I can't. Gardner, can you name the black character in Charlie Brown? Give me the first letter of his name. F. Franklin? There you go. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I did know that, but... I won't. I won't take the point. <laughs> mm, that was tempting, there, wasn't it? It reminds me of the Is photo. Have you seen know? the photo of Franklin? Like he's on one side of the table by himself, <laughs> and the rest of the Charlie Brown cast is on the other so side. So real. Mm. Y'all want to know why did we won't? Because of shit like that. Did yeah. Chappelle talk about Franklin? Did he have a thing on? Mm, he may have. Chris Somebody. is just trying to figure out why he knows. Yeah. <laughs> why, do you, why do you know this? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so, well. yeah, it had to be someone else in a comedy special doing it because it wouldn't have come from me watching it. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't a big Charlie Brown person. Um, now, <clears throat> we've got Harlan Williams coming in here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do we want to wrap, take mm-hmm. a little break? That's and fine. then uh, if you guys are still wanting to, we're going to fire this back up about 1030. Harlan Williams, who is at Helium Comedy Club all weekend long. Super excited to talk to him. Very, very fun dude. And uh, we're excited to chat with him. Travis Trell, Chris Gardner. We'll be back shortly, but uh, it's We Are Live. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace. Thank you.